Welcome to the third episode of Soundwave, the show that get, keeps you informed with the not-so-mainstream music scene. I'm your host, Matt, and there's my co-host, Peter. Hello! And we also have two others in the studio with us. Jen? How you doing? <laughs> and Kelsey? Hi. How have your guys' weeks been? Weekends? So-so? Good? Busy? Boring. Busy? Boring? <laughs> Busy? Yeah. Any new music you guys been listening to or anything? I have been listening to the shit, the shit out of Justin Timberlake's new album, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have listened to that, I think, twice while I'm folding paper. And I then love it. Today I listened to The Face's Greatest Hits. It's, a, it's really good. Rod Stewart's first band. Hmm. Weird. Did you listen to anything on your way to Chicago? Um, I did not. I listened, Daniel and I listened to Justin Timberlake's new CD. What'd you think of it? It's good. It's fun. <laughs> I switched from The Strokes to that today because I was sick of the new album. Yeah. Uh, and you? I've heard a little bit of it, but it's, I don't know. I, don't know, they, I like the, the chill ones, the slow songs on it, but yeah. Uh, how about let's talk about that when Jen reviews it today. <gasps> Sounds good. Well, let's go into music news then. Ticio, Kelvin Harris, Bass Nectar, Afrojack, Pretty Lights, and David Guetta were a few of the A-list DJs at this weekend's Ultra F- Music Fest ablaze that set this weekend's Ultra Music Fest ablaze. Each tent was packed side by side, dancing with little room to breathe. Sunday's festivities were so crowded that fans climbed on porta potties, hung from light posts, and clambered up trees in desperation to see their favorite DJ perform. Oh my god. So they had a good time. I, I guess so. Apparently. All to see a guy behind a little computer doing some stuff and some lights. Hmm. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, the Nationals' new album will be released May 21st. In an interview with the drummer, Brian Devendorf, collab- collaborators on the new album include Sufjan Stevens, The Arcade Fire's Richard Reed Perry, St. Vincent, Sharon Van Etten, and Nona Marie Ivan, Envy of Dark, Dark, Dark. Hmm. I don't know who any of those people are. Any of them? Oh, it's going to be good. It'll be really good. <laughs> it's uh, it's everybody's kind of huge in the indie scene right now. Yeah. And the National's pretty huge, too, so I, I mm-hmm. think it'll, it'll be a good one. Most likely. After a dozen years together, My Chemical Romance are calling it a day. <laughs> the band announced their breakup. I'm sorry, I think it's funny. <laughs> the band announced their breakup through their website Friday, stating, "Being in this band for the past 12 years has been a true blessing. We've gotten to go places we never knew we would. Been able, we've been able to see experiences, see and experience things we never imagined possible. We've shared the stage with people we admire, people we look up to, and best of all, our friends. And now, like." Like all great things, it has come to an end. Thanks for all your support for being part of the adventure. After their 2004 album, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, went platinum, they toured with Green Day and co-headlined Warp Tour. Capitalizing on that momentum, they released an ambitious concept album, The Black Parade, reaching number two in the charts. Uh, Way wrote on his personal Twitter, Beyond any sadness, what I feel most is pride. My dad told me that this morning. And I was like, what? Strange. Your dad, really? Yeah, he said it was on Yahoo News. And I was like, what? Please keep it up. They just brought out a new album, like a whole like a whole bunch of EPs that went into went together, and it sounded amazing. It sounded hmm. like their original stuff, and now they're done. Hmm. Yeah. For now. For now. 
Earlier this year, Arcade Fire gave up the church studio where they recorded Neon Bible, The Suburbs, and putting it on the market for $325,000. Arcade Fire are currently at work on their new album at James Murphy of LCD Sound Systems, DFA Studio in New York City. The DFA Studio Twitter account wrote yesterday morning, Arcade Fire still at the still with us at DFA. This is going to be one great sounding album. I'm pretty excited. Hmm. I know LCD sound system, they have a funky sound to them. Yeah, and they do. I think with Arcade Fire in there, it could, it could be something pretty cool. It's been nearly six years since Queens of the Stone Age released their last full-length, Era Vulgaris. They've announced that their new album will be out in June. The band has undergone several lineup changes for this album. Along with confirmed guest spots from Trent Reznor, Elton John, and the Scissor Sisters, Jake Shears, word surfaced in November that Dave Grohl will be on drums on this album, replacing oh. the original one. That's quite a lineup that they have on that there. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool to hear... Dave Grohl drumming. I mean, yeah. when was the last time he probably actually did that? Sure go, yeah. <laughs> probably not for a really long time. <laughs> I, I feel maybe at like maybe some of his shows. I haven't seen the Foo Fighters live, but yeah, maybe there's a couple songs. But when you think oh, of I him suppose. drumming, you think of Nirvana. His Nirvana yeah. days. So no, yeah, and I guess when this band like first started, Dave Grohl was on the drums because they were still trying to find their drummer. Hmm. But yeah, cool. Could be cool. A rare, rare colored Beatles photos from their first U.S. tour are sold for thirty thousand pounds. That's about forty-five thousand dollars. That's nearly double what they expected to get for the pictures. The auction was in Cheshire. It also included dozens of snaps from an amateur f- photographer who sneaked into the Fab Four's famous nineteen sixty-five gig at New York Shays Stadium, which also went for around thirty thousand pounds. That's Good a lot of money. Yeah, yeah and I guess color photos were really rare because they're at the time can you actually see them if you went on the internet and looked? i only saw the one it was in front of the pan am airplane when they're coming off and the mass crowds oh, yeah. around them mm-hmm. but yeah because color photography was so expensive at the time uh, it's pretty rare to find them so that's why they went for so much mm-hmm. record store day is april 20th and a full list of re- exclusive releases is available online to go check out jack white is the 2013 record store day ambassador and his record his label third man records is releasing a limited edition the white stripes elephant album for its 10th anniversary it'll be on a double vinyl gatefold one record being split red and black and the other being white limited uh, limited edition third man records releases are notoriously known to be some of the most sought after collectibles collectible items with Jack White being this record store oh god I lost my place with Jack White as this year's record store day ambassador this release will certainly be the top of most consumers lists yeah yeah That's 10th anniversary sweet. and I think they're all numbered to limited number oh so. of course so yeah afterwards those will be worth a lot of money mhm some new releases this week include Depeche Mode, Delta Machine, which I thought was kind of funny because Stroke's new one's Come Down Machine and Weird. Depeche Mode, Delta Machine. Uh, Waves, Afraid of Heights. I saw them at Bonnaroo. They put on a really good show. Uh, Dido, Girl Who Got Away, and Seven Dust, Blackout of the Sun. I didn't even know Dido. Me I know, right? neither. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, when not. I, saw, I had to put it on the list. Like last week, Brian McKnight had a new CD. What? When's the last time you heard that yeah. name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever heard that name. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
All right, well, let's go into album reviews. We did three of them this week. I did one, Jen did one, and Kelsey did one. I did Census Fails, Renasser, pronounce Renasser. It's Spanish to be. You, it's Spanish are you sure? for. Um, are you sure? I'm positive. Uh, per, it's Spanish for to be reborn or rebirth. I have been a fan of Census Fail since 2004's Let It Unfold You and can't even count how many times I've seen them live. In high school, I listened to a lot of screamo and hardcore bands, but there are only a handful that I still follow nowadays, and Census Fail is one of them. They have had an interesting journey, and it's been fun listening to how they've grown over the thir- past 13 years. Renasser is no exception. With the new guitarist, the band has gunder- undergone a rebirth into a more hardcore punk metal genre. Even with their last album, The Fire, you could tell the band was ready to leave the post-hardcore screamo. There are many influences throughout this album from all over the world of rock, but it's clear Senses Fail has built their own their place and of their own. Senses Fail could have just kept making songs like Lady in the Blue Dress or Can't Be Saved, which are great songs, but what I love is how they aren't afraid of change. And their changes for the good their changes for the good and it's a fresh change. Also you know they're in it for the love of music, but who knows, maybe this album will bring them into the mainstream rock. Some highlights from the album are Glass, Holy Mountain closure and rebirth which has a really cool effect like uh it's really hardcore and then it goes into a softer more subtle thing and then it has like this crunchy weird sound to fade out and then the new song starts again that sounds terrible it's right in the it's really cool (laughs) i like it and uh then the last song also is really good between the mountains and the sea some of the songs on the album it sounds a lot like deftones it reminds me and other ones are like machine head in 90s and like 90s like rock bands and hardcore bands uh, i like it i think it's a, it was a sweet album and i just got it in the mail on vinyl and i'm excited about it i'll cool. have to listen to the rest of it i've listened to some of it i didn't like mia more the first one that came out that much but the rest of it i like a lot uh jen let's hear about justin timberlake's new Yay. one the 2020 experience i'm so excited about this um <laughs> it is jt's first studio album in seven years so i think when he kind of announced i think the last few years people were just kind of like come on jt like get your act together what yep, are you doing random appearances on yeah SNL and he was and in some random movies that didn't do very well <laughs> um which i admit i as being a jt fan i didn't see any of them um so i think when he kind of announced it people really weren't sure what to expect from him since it'd been so long and i know as far as for artists it's always when you have such big success like he did with justified and with future love sex sounds sometimes when they come to make like a second or third about album it doesn't always go so well um but he completely blew this out of the water he totally (laughs) nailed this album it's i love it it's amazing um it's completely different style from any of his past work like he said it would be he said he was going for something completely different and he totally did it's really groovy and funky compared to the pop songs of his past you know so even from his NSYNC days to his first two solo albums, it was really poppy, and this is completely different. It's just a really groovy album. No two songs sound alike. Every single one is different, and he really put his awesome vocal range to good use because he can sing pretty low, but then he also can sing that trademark really high high pitch. That falsetto type. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome, and he does his complete vocal range on the whole album. Um, It's a great album to just kind of hang out and chill to, but you need to make sure you have the time for it because each song, I believe, ranges 
in length anywhere from five to eight minutes. Yeah, the, like, the opener. Yeah, there's long each songs. Each one. It's great. So you definitely need to take the time, just sit down and hang out. And it's a really good one um, to do that too. Um, so a couple of the tracks I highly recommend are Suit and Tie, which is the first single he released with um, Jay- Jay-Z yep. is also on that track. Um, and Let the Groove Get In, which the title basically speaks for itself. <laughs> it's a really awesome, groovy, like I could totally dance to this song and I'm not a huge dancer. Um, and then my favorite, favorite one is Mirrors, which actually is the one song I feel was kind of a throwback to his last CD. It's kind of more poppy and it's kind of like a love song. Um, and I saw a video of him singing it live at the Brit Awards, which I hmm. believe is kind of like their Grammys. Mm-hmm. And he, it was awesome. I mean, it was better live. No, yeah, I've seen the, him do it on SNL on that the one album, night. And it was just, yeah. it's awesome. But I absolutely love it. It's everything I expected from Justin Timberlake, who is amazing. <laughs> I love him. So, yeah, it was awesome. Everybody should download it. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Except it for too. Peter, who <gasps> oh. I guess is not a JT fan. <laughs> but you have to appreciate him yeah. in a little His talent little is way. like... No, I right. do. Like, a lot of stuff that they're playing in... I mean, I don't go to clubs by any means, but like stuff that they're playing, you know, downtown or whatever... If that was playing over what's playing right now, I'd be totally <laughs> no, cool yeah. with that. Like, he, 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 he like experiments a lot, yeah, uh, which I like about him. And he, he's he's the whole bag. He's got everything there. He, he can, can dance. Mm-hmm. He can, I mean, he can sing anything. And I, I have appreciation for he's him. He's the only one who survived. Out of the boy bands. Besides JC, who had like a song about lesbians and then nobody ever heard from him again. So (laughs) JC's doing, or Justin's doing pretty good. (laughs) He's the only one from that time period doing any good, I think. All right, Kelsey, what do you got for us? I'm reviewing The Strokes' Come Down Machine. Um, Let me preface my review by saying The Strokes have always been one of my favorites. Um, But the last album I did not wait hopelessly for, nor do I think I actually own it. Possibly. Um, My collective thoughts on Come Down Machine is that it's not very cohesive. The sound jumps around quite a bit. They seem to have been experiment. They seem to have experimented with different intros and whatnots. Um, However, the meat of the songs definitely flatten out to sound a lot like their older stuff. Um, But it's spacier, which I know Matt really likes. I, however, don't though. The the current has a review of it too. Oh, do they? There's uh, when she says one of the songs. I can't remember which one it is. Uh You can't even hear him sing. Like it's all just flat. Oh yeah, completely. And like you said, spacey. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange. Um, Move out of uh, when I thought the first thing I thought was move out of the way, Michael Jackson, because. The intro is like, wait, what? (laughs) But then it doesn't end up like Michael Jackson at all, unfortunately. Um, All the Time, which is the second song, um, sounds very much like The Strokes in an okay way. Um, One Way Trigger feels like The Strokes on speed, (laughs) so I didn't really like that one. Um, 50-50 is a little more advanced than the other songs, even though he's basically just shouting. Um, It's rock and roll. It's it's a rock and roll main dish with a side order of pretentious Casablanca, (laughs) because he's such a dick. He is. Um, but, and then Chances is calm and toned down, and I rather like this one. Um, it's quite feminine and delicate compared to the rest of the album. Um, it reminds me a lot of Ask Me Anything off of um, First Impressions of Earth, which is their third album. Um, and then Happy Ending is quite all right as well. Um, kind of girly. He like, I don't I don't know. He has like two sides to him. He like wants to be this really cool guy. And then he's like, oh, let me be dainty. Um, so it's like, can you just pick one? Well, even looking at him live on stage, you get that feeling Yeah, too. he's very feminine. Um, 
but of course extremely attractive. Um, Serena and I were always obsessed with him. Um, and then the last song is called Call It Fate, Call It Karma, which it's appropriate to the last song, but it's so completely strange and different from anything they have ever created. And I think it should be in sepia tone. Like when you listen to it, it's like, this sounds weird and old timey and brown. <laughs> I don't know. Does it feel like uh first thing when you described that was uh, My Chemical Romance Blood? Yeah. Blood, like blood, that. gallons of the stuff. I mean, sl- I mean yeah. more stroke style than My Chem, yeah. but it's still like, oh, that this is really weird. Yeah, like, Vaudeville kind mm-hmm, of. That would be, the, the, the music video would definitely be that. Um, but it'll definitely grow on me, but it's No Room on Fire, because um, I feel like that's my favorite one. I hope and I predict this will be the last album because I don't know where they're going to go from here. Didn't yeah. know where they were going to go after. Like, yeah. Angles is weird. Angles was the last one before this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The, they're a band I, I've never really gotten I into. I know, you but didn't ever. <laughs> they have a lot of really, really good songs. It's just They do. On each album, there's like two that people really like, and then the rest of them are like, I hate this album. I, I hate the rest I, of the songs. I, just, I don't understand them. I, yeah. I just don't understand. I've seen them live. At, was that? No, that was with Courtney probably for Bonnaroo. They weren't at last year's, were they? No. No, yeah. Seeing them at Bonnaroo, I, I got this weird impression from them that I didn't like at all either. Yeah, know. they're for some people and some not people, for others, others, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. Well, Not really me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. They they fit movie th- soundtracks very, very, very yeah, well. The songs that they have in movies are great. Yeah. Like Whatever Happened in uh, Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Like every time I listen to that, I think of and the scene it, where she's running down the hallway in the movie. It's perfect. It, uh, ra- is, they have one called Reptilia. Ra- yeah, that one's in something too. Yeah, it is. I can't remember. Yes. They're really good in soundtracks. Yeah, we'll give, I'll not, give them that. Not as a whole <laughs> collective album, though, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for those reviews. We'll have to have you on some more and do some more stuff. Uh, An announcement. Last week, we told you Soundwave has been in touch with The Daily Anthem, a blog that keeps you up to date with reviews and news in the alternative music scene. Go check out The Daily Anthem's Twitter for chirp reviews. They're brief reviews on the fly at the underscore Daily Anthem. And you also can go over to their Tumblr for more in-depth information, thedailyanthem.tumblr.com. This is a really good theme. It, we got a lot of good answers. The theme this week is One Hit Wonders. We each picked out three of them. Uh, we we kind of stuck with the 90s for the most part, just because we grew up in the 90s, and those are all the in our 90s kind of appropriate. The best one hit wonders. Yeah, they did. seriously. They did. Well, that's because pretty much everyone that came out was a one, one hit, hit wonder. wonder. Yeah. Well, you can say the same about People the 80s, well. but I don't know, the 90s, there was just so many, so many bands at the time. I think every... Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, some on Facebook, too. J- Janae sent me, uh, what is it? Crowded House. <gasps> hey, now. Hey, now. <gasps> Don't oh. dream it. Yep. Oh. 
She That's sent me a that. Good one. <laughs> she sent me that one, and I laughed pretty hard. Uh, That's awesome. Casey put down Space Jam, but we found out that's not really one hit wonder. It's not. <laughs> nope. They also but have. They also made Kamarada Train. Train. Oh dang it! Okay, so they got two hit wonders. <laughs> pretty much. That's I closed it. the window and I'd tell you what other ones are, but oh. anyway, Jen, what was your first one? My first one is Mbop by Hanson, <laughs> of course. Probably the um, number one. Yeah, one hit wonder of the nineties. I 90s. still have a deep love for Hanson. <laughs> oh my god, them. my sister does too. It's ridiculous. They still tour, but I mean, they will never have the huge success they have with them. They had with them, Bob. So no, it's, it was just the time and the place. It's awesome. I still hear it though in like grocery stores and shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. They were nice looking too. I mean, like we thought they were so nice. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. They were hotties. They had long hair. Yeah. We had the Christmas album too. Oh God. I think it was called Snowed In. Oh had yeah. That on my iPod. My sister totally has that. <laughs> now they have like each have like five children apiece. Crazy. I swear. Well, that's a fun one. Kelsey, what'd you got? I got Blue Dabba D by Eiffel 65. I'm excited to hear this. <laughs> it's oh been God. so long. I know. Oh, it's so good, though. <laughs> we like middle school dances. This was like the thing. I was in like fifth grade when this came out, I think, and it yeah. was like the best. Everyone went crazy for it. Mm hmm. Yeah, we definitely dance to this stuff. <laughs> Pete, what do you got? Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> song, song called Sandstorm. He's embarrassed. Darude. Yeah, he Darude. Is. Why did you choose this one? I don't know. <laughs> it's the first song you thought it's of. it's awesome? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know how I, I came across it the other day. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm picking this one. And there was this one at dances that was played all the time, and Zombie Nation, the oh, 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 oh. oh. They still play that at football games. Do they? Oh yeah. Yeah, they Shut do, up. don't they? They do. <laughs> you know this is still played at the Jersey Shore. Oh, I'm you know sure it is. It has to be. This is never going to go out of style. Like the situation nope. is just fist pumping away to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Oh, this be considered house music. Is this house music? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, I still don't understand what house. It's electronic. It's just electronic. Like you dance to at a house party. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I always thought of it. All right, that was that's a fun one all the time. I chose "Dance Hall Days" by Wang Chung. I freaking love this song. It's okay. Their other hit was "Everybody Wang Chung Tonight," but I still count this as one hit wonder because I love it. Oh, it's so funny. Who, who names their band Wang Chung? I don't know. And who has Clever a, a people, because we all remember it. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. By Wang Chung. By Wang Chung. It's like, in a big country where dreams... That The band's name is Big Country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's clever. I didn't know that. Me neither. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think of Grand Theft Auto all the time. I think it's playing in the club in Vice City. Oh. I bet this is elevator music or something right now, too. You know, I love that sax. Yes, you do. 
God. All right, Jen, what's your next one? My second one, which I love and I still listen to almost daily. Really? Oh my God. Good Vibrations by Marky Mark, aka Mark, Wal- aka Mark Wahlberg, and the Funky Bunch. The Funky the Bunch. The only, I don't know if it's the only song he ever did, but it was obviously the only song that was ever popular. But if you're having a bad day, listen to this and you will be like pumped. I, up. Can, I didn't know it was him. Oh my gosh. No, I had but, no yeah, idea. This is Mark Wahlberg. <gasps> oh. I knew who Marky Mark was, but I didn't know that this song was his. Oh, yeah. This is frightening. I love it. This, this scares me now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't Changes mean that. everything. Shut up. <laughs> I'll have to download this or get it from a certain someone. All right, Kelsey, what's your next one? <laughs> uh, my next one is Take a Picture by Filter. I liked listening to this one in the car. Like, I'd turn it up when I heard it on the radio and, like, open all the windows. But I wasn't driving, clearly, because this was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, open the windows! Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that this was the band that I saw open for uh, uh, Bush when I went to oh, go see really? Bush. Filter opened, and I only knew their one song, Hey Man, Nice Shot. Oh, hey, oh! I didn't know they have a night. I can't sing it right now. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> yeah, then they, they started playing this one. I was like, "Holy shit! It's these I guys." I love this song. It's so good. <laughs> Couldn't you just roll your windows down to this? I mean, do they still play this on the radio? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like cities ninety-seven. I was just gonna say cities ninety-seven <laughs> totally still plays this. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this song. What? Yeah, you have. Shut the front door. I haven't. This doesn't You're sound familiar at all. Oh, weird. Well, it's one and one for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it that day. Oh, yeah. Um, the song's called What It's Like. My next one. No Reason. Bye. Bye. By Everlast. <laughs> I just like to play the guitar part because one day I was playing my guitar and I played it by accident. So that's how I learned how to play it. I was like, oh, oh isn't that a song? That was really popular. Do you know what the vi- music video this is? Uh, a guy walking around right yeah that seems about right like, like I feel like I remember around. this like watching think, music videos in the morning I think part of it's he's in a, he's driving around too singing outside the like he's in the passenger uh-huh. seat or something and like staring out the window and singing right. I feel like that's somewhere in there too Maybe that's yeah. totally 90s yeah so 90s <laughs> a lot of videos are like that they're in the car just like Singing, especially chilling. Alanis Morissette, and oh, in God. black and where there's white. like five yeah. of them. In there. Yeah, it's totally in black and white. It's gotta be, it's gotta be, and uh, all grainy too. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my next one is "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" by Tears for Fears. Oh, I God. love this song as well. Tears for Fears. <laughs> <laughs> you would love this song. It's so good. It's so oh, funny. I don't think I ever knew what they were saying. Besides this part. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying. That's it. It's the title of the song. (laughs) Yeah, I like that song a lot. (laughs) That's a good one. Jen? All right, my next one is a, like, true 90s classic. (laughs) 
It is What is Love by Hathaway, um, better known as pretty much the theme song for A Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> Hell yeah. You oh, cannot yeah. listen to this and not think of like the SNL skit with like Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, is it Chris Kattan? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like doing that like head, head. thing. And, like, <laughs> the bomb. Like you can't. It's mm-hmm. an awesome song. And then he breaks the window too in one Yeah. <laughs> Emilio! <laughs> You're a jungle theme. Yeah, that's exactly that what I think. That was all like Emilio! <laughs> the mighty duck himself. <laughs> yeah. I love this song so much. It's a good one. I don't think I could just listen to that whenever, though. I'd have to be watching that movie. Yeah, there have to be some occasion that that song is played. <laughs> or in a dance club. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's play that. it at Emma's. Let's go there and play it at Emma's. <laughs> oh, God. I think repeat. all the old people would be like, what are you doing? What is this? <laughs> Kelsey, your next one? Uh, Just a Friend by Biz Markie. Biz, Biz, Biz. I love this one. I this love song this. is so funny. I it, love like, it. You like, have to have your like hands up in the air when you're saying it. Yeah. This song is so great. It's hilarious. This is my voice. <laughs> But you say he just a friend. So and you say he just a friend. Oh, baby. <laughs> the piano's the best part. He's such a crappy singer. Yeah, but he's you terrible. Like, you can't. You can hear, hear the emotion. Yeah. You can't yeah. not hear this song and like sing to it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like belt it out. Always. <laughs> All right, Pete. This is jump around. By House of Pain, <laughs> which we recently found out they're Irish and white. Yeah, the music video—they're like in a pub, just like at the bar, just basically singing towards the bar. Everybody's around him, and yeah, it's pretty funny. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, this is in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh yeah. When they have oh, the yeah. party where mom's at work. With a hat on backwards, like jumping around. Yeah. And there's goats in the house. Yeah, animals. Because it was a zoo or something. <laughs> Are we talking about Jumanji? Or... <laughs> I just no watched fire. that. There's a goat. Yeah. A there goat? Both of the like, animals and both. Yeah, on the kitchen table, there was like a goat. They're having a petting zoo inside. Yeah, a petting zoo. And the horse ate the cake. You know. I must have not seen that part every Wait. time I watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's at the very beginning. Yeah, when dude. He, they're getting oh, the, the oh. initial divorce. Whatever. That Whatever. party causes divorce. It's par- parties cause divorces. <laughs> Remember that. Don't keep party that in kids. mind. All right. My third one I chose Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. I love Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah. And, well, they're so and this, great. Is, this is for sure a one-hit wonder, too. I, yeah. I, my last two really weren't, but this one, this one for sure. I like is. their whole album. Whole yeah, order. it's a really good album. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, huh? I love this song. Me too. It's great. This comes on the radio once in a while, too. It does, all the time. City 97. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. That song reminds me of summer for some yep, reason. Yeah, me too. It's totally summer. It's a song. very summer song, yeah. yeah. Well, I, that was a fun one. I like 
I like one-hit wonders. I love them. I was so excited. Especially about 90s her. music. 90s music is just fun. I got a huge yeah, playlist to listen to. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, let us know what your favorite songs are. Your favorite one-hit wonders are out there on Facebook. Let us know. We want to know. Remember, you can download full songs from Soundwave's weekly themes on iTunes. In the description of each show, there is a link to the weekly playlist, or you can check Blind Ninja Studios Facebook for more information. If you like what you hear, please support the music. The essential album of the week. I chose it this week, and I chose the used self-titled album from 2002. Seeing as Senses Fails album just came out this week, I thought it would be appropriate to stick to the theme and choose one of my all-time favorite albums, and one of the best debut albums I've ever heard. The used self-titled album from 2002 is near perfect. From the frantic opener Maybe Memories to the gut-wrenching Choke Me closure, spawning two pretty big singles, Buried Myself Alive, and The Taste of Ink. My favorite part about the album is how raw it is and how you know every word and every note is from the heart. Hell, in Greener with the Scenery, they threw pots and pans at Bert while he was crouched down on the floor screaming as hard as he could. In the end, what makes this album such a great listen is the diversity of the 12 songs. One minute, your ears are bleeding from a box of sharp objects. The next, you're brought to tears with songs like Poetic Tragedy and the acoustic string filled On My Own. Without it all, I'm choking on nothing. It's clear in my head. I'm screaming for something. has been around since the early 90s with bands like Refused and At The Drive-In, but you can thank bands like The Used, Thursday, Silverstein, and Poison The Well for making the genre popular. Then, by the mid-2000s, Screamo was everywhere, even on MTV. The fact that the used self-titled record still sounds fresh and exciting shows the strength of the band's songwriting. It should certainly be able to stand the test of time, aiding future generations in discovering the used for the first time. Go pick up the used self-titled debut record anywhere music is sold. I recommend that, too. It's a good one. I already know it's not my style, but you guys... I can appreciate fun. it. <laughs> no, yeah, and some of the songs are good on there that I can... St- I mean, like, I can stand you some can of stand. them. Yeah. yeah. I don't, like, yeah you the fact like that we were able to say we've seen them back in the good days, like, it, it's so... The prime cool. time? The prime time. And headlining at the Quest, oh my God, with Atreyu. That was a great Atreyu, show. Atreyu, oh my God. Weird. <laughs> Project Evolution, my first show. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, Lincoln Park, Corn, the Snoop used. Lion. Snoop Snoop no, Dogg. back then it was Snoop <laughs> Dogg. No, now he's Snoop Lion. <laughs> and the giant Wait, haze what? above the crowd as Snoop Dogg was on. 
Uh, like, what is that? What is that smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes will be released every Thursday. Next week, there are a couple albums we will try and review again. The Flaming Lips, The Terror, Charles Bradley's Victim of Love, and Cold War Kids' Dear Miss Lonely Hearts. The theme next week is songs that you think should be played during a galactic space battle. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) This one will be a fun one. And Kelsey will tell us what her essential album of the week is. For updates and more information about Soundwave and other show and our other shows, including a weekly blog from our very own Carlos, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our first show, the Department of Offense, tries to find the line of what is considered offensive and leaps across it just to see what happens. And our other show, Tabletop Theater, will take you into the world of tabletop role-playing at its best. All shows are available through iTunes and on our website at blindninjastudios.com. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindninjastudios.com or message us on Facebook. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm.